Hey folks, Phil Goodman here. Welcome to the first pilot episode of Unfiltered. If you journeyed with me on the Time to Pivot podcast, welcome to the new podcast. We have pivoted to uh, this new format of Unfiltered. Um, a lot of people want to take credit for the name. I think I do believe uh, I came up with the name Unfiltered. Um with the idea that, especially if you know me, you're going to get raw, real, and unfiltered thoughts from me. And, um, and you know, that I think that's, you know, part of my personality. I, I enjoy um, just being kind of frank about certain things um, and really enjoy having uh, important dialogue and discussion around important topics. And so that's what we're going to do here on Unfiltered. Uh, a couple things you need to know on the outset. We're going to have no set schedule for this podcast. Uh, you may not get an episode for a month or two, or you may get a couple back to back to back uh, in several weeks. It's just going to depend on my time. That's one thing that I learned in podcasting with uh, Time to Pivot, that trying to keep a set schedule and especially on the heavy content that we went through with Time to Pivot, it was really difficult, um, especially with my uh, full-time job, being a husband, being a father. Um, it just got really, really difficult. Uh, but we're going to try this again. Uh, we're going to try to limit these podcasts uh, to 15 or 20 minutes, a good drive time uh, podcast, uh, something you can get in on your way to work or on your way to work out, whatever you're doing. Um, so yeah, so a lot of people, and we're going to talk a lot about politics on this podcast too, so just buckle up. Uh, we'll also talk about other things too, uh, depending on whatever's going on in the world, uh, or whatever's going on in my life or a friend's life or whatever. We're going to, we're going to discuss those things. Um, and so it's going to be great. I'm excited about it. A lot of people have been asking me lately, uh, about the midterms and and about um, President Trump announcing uh, he's running for a third uh, time. So here's the deal. Donald Trump is an extremely polarizing figure. Um, he uh, is a narcissist. He um, is very... Um, about himself, about power, but, but I'm going to put a, a huge butt in here, but I do believe he really does want the best for America. He really does actually have empathy for other people. Um, but he makes a lot of poor decisions. Um, and for those of us that are conservatives, um, and have, a right mind about us and are even probably believers um, with a moral and ethical code, um, it makes it really hard to fight and stand up for this guy. Um, and thus uh, it's, it, you just get into this quagmire of conversations with other people when, you know, it's like, well, I really can't defend them on that. I can't defend them on that. But what I tell a lot of people when I talk to them about Donald Trump, I say, 
you know, I want you to erase the idea of him uh, as the man. I want you to to pretend like the crazy isn't there. I, I just take them take him out of the equation and look at what he did in his four year uh, presidency, policy wise. He is the most successful president in our lifetime. He accomplished more for freedom and and justice around the world and in our nation and economic freedom and mobility, energy independence, all the things. He did more than any Republican president, maybe ever. I, I mean, you can you can you can go back to Lincoln and say all what he did for the emancipation of of of, of the slaves and all that. But he's up there, like he is in terms of accomplishment and and moving the country forward. He's there. The problem, the problem is the rhetoric that came along with it and the divisiveness that it brought about in our culture. Now, he's not all to blame. I mean, the media played into the narrative. The Democratic Party played into the narrative. All of it together, and I'm a huge uh, believer that social media has, um, even void of Donald Trump, social media has just destroyed our culture. And so you throw all of that into a big soup bowl and it's a it's a big pile of mush and it's it's not great. So, you know, when I heard he was announcing and especially the timing of the announcement, I, I was less than enthused. I, I thought the speech he gave at Mar-a-Lago was was good. I think we got presidential Trump, which is the Trump if we ever had a certain kind of Trump, that's the kind of Trump we kind of need to keep. Um, but you know, he's going to go back into campaign rally Trump and, and name calling Trump. And, and that's just not good for anybody. Um, so we're put into this tough position and now all the things he brought up in his speech were excellent. I mean, a lot of the things he brought up were just really, really good, uh, really making a stark contrast between Joe Biden and the presidency of Donald Trump. Um, so as conservatives, if you're a conservative listening to this, you're kind of in this, or even a Trump supporter, if you own a MAGA hat or you own a, a t-shirt, you know, uh, you're kind of like, well, do I pull that back out? Do I, do I go get a Ron DeSantis hat? I mean, like what, what do I do? I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. Um, as of now, and again, look, things change, okay? Uh, so if you say, I'm going to pull for this candidate now and then something happens, it's okay to change your mind, okay? So many people get locked into this. Well, you said you were – well, you know, things change. You can change your mind. It's okay. But as of today, for me, uh, I am supporting Ron DeSantis. He showed in the state of Florida – uh, with his 20% victory over Charlie Crist, that in the coalition that he built of Latinos and African Americans um, and all the spectrum of folks that live in the state of Florida um, and the leadership that he provided through COVID, through the culture wars with Disney, through uh, 
through the hurricane that he has the the capacity to lead. And again, he's former uh, military. I think he was in the Navy. Um, someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but this guy is is the real deal. Like he's able – I also – a lot of times call him Trump light. Um, and a lot of you that are listening to this, you know, y'all are invested too. You're listening to the other podcast. You're listening to what the news uh, conservative commentators are saying about this. And, and it's, it's all the same stuff. But, you know, for people to say, you know, one, I, I listen to Megyn Kelly a lot. Um, Megyn Kelly has a great podcast and I think she does a fair – fair job of of interviewing her guest and and getting you know getting the facts out and understanding the political temperature and you know the the reality is Trump still does have a massive support base um but that support base started to has been dwindling some um, because of his actions, uh, just recently calling Ron, Ron de, de sanctimonious, like that's why, why, like, you know, but that's Trump, Trump let, you know, as I used to say, let Trump be Trump. He's, that's what he's going to do. And I think that angered a lot of Trump supporters that were also really strong Ron DeSantis supporters. And I can already see a sect of people pulling away from supporting Donald Trump and potentially moving toward Ron DeSantis. Now, a lot of people say, well, you know, Trump's just going to automatically going to get the nomination. Well, you forget how the nomination process works and the primary works. I mean, what's going to happen is we got to go through Iowa. We got to go through New Hampshire. We got to go through South Carolina, Nevada, and and onward. Um, And then we get to Super Tuesday and – um, there's a, there's a long road and Ron DeSantis, if he's going to run, he's not going to announce until later next fall, fall of 23. There's no reason for him to get in the mudslinging and the, and the vitriol anytime soon. It's really going to be Trump and, and maybe a few other candidates that don't have much money that are going to be duking it out over the next, you know, part of 20, first part of 2023. And so, what we're going to uh, what we're going to see is those other candidates are going to spend all their money fighting Trump uh, here early on, and they're going to run out of money and they're going to drop out. And I really do believe it's probably going to be left to two or three candidates: Trump, DeSantis, maybe Mike Pence. Um, you know, a lot of the I mean the 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 balance of the Trump supporters can't stand Mike Pence, but. I think Mike Pence is an honorable man. I just think in the and and in any other time period, I'd love Mike Pence to be president of the United States. I think he's a great guy, uh, but I don't think in this political climate it, he's going to be able to to mount up any um, majority of support uh, to get behind him. So I really think it's going to come down between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump in the primary, uh, and it's not unheard of that Ron DeSantis could pull out a win against Donald Trump. Um, but here's the other thing I heard recently that that it's also a concern. You know, Trump hates to lose. So if he loses the primary, what's to stop him and all of his supporters, which he does ha- would have a large base of supporters, to do like Ross Perot did in 1992 uh, and be a third-party candidate and then 
split the conservative vote, allowing for the Democrat, whether that be Biden or Newsom or whoever they end up going with, that's a dangerous position too. Um, You might not have thought about that. So we're in for an interesting few years here coming up, folks. And um, anyway, those are a few of my initial thoughts as it comes to Trump, uh, Trump's announcement and things have happened. I think the, the Republicans, um, not creating a red wave in this last, uh, in the, in the midterm is, it's a travesty. It's something that will be written about in history books. And there's a, I mean, I listen to all the podcasts now. Everyone's pointing the finger at one another. Some people are pointing the finger at Trump. Some people are pointing the finger at McConnell. Some people are pointing the finger at uh, Maricopa County and their inability to count votes and on and on and on. And the reality is I don't know what the reality is, to be honest. Like, I'm still a little dazed and confused. Like it's like you just got up out of a drunken stupor and like what what the what the heck just happened? Like we have the most unpopular president ever, ever, and I can say that because they've done that. That why well, I just read a report that it's ever since the polling on presidential approval began. Like it's he's the worst ever, worse than Carter, worse worse than Woodrow Wilson which that's kind of hard to believe, but he's terrible. I mean, and with that and with the uncontrolled spending in the, in, in Congress and inflation and all the things, how we couldn't have had more success and eked out a victory in the house. I mean, eked out a victory. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. It's really really unfortunate. And, um, I think we have a lot of figuring things out. I would say introspection, but I don't know if that's it because I think at least the conservatives we're we understand what's going on. Um, but it's, you know, then the question is messaging or is it, you know, people talk about, uh, candidate, candidate, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for folks? Uh, um, candidate quality, but then you look at, at at Fetterman. I mean, he's the, he's the picture of candidate quality, right folks? I mean, so, you know, it's, you, you just kind of leave scratching your head. And I do think part of it is Mitch McConnell not putting money in races where he should and putting more money in races that didn't necessarily matter like Alaska. Um, so yeah, folks, uh, a lot to think about and we'll dive into more of these, uh, topics as we move forward, but this is the pilot episode of the unfiltered podcast. Those are just some of my thoughts here on this Thursday morning, uh, November 17th. Uh, tomorrow is my birthday and uh, we're excited about that. And then next week, me and my family will be in Florida, um, enjoying, uh, some family time, um, with the Goodmans and, uh, yeah. So 
Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have any thoughts or comments about uh, what you may want to hear on the podcast or other topics or whatever, just feel free to reach out. DM me on Instagram, Phil underscore Goodman. Or uh, if you got my cell phone number, feel free to text me. Um, But I look forward to continuing this uh, exciting new uh, journey on Unfiltered. We'll see you later.